everyone. Welcome to Writing Comics episode 8. This episode is about theme. I want to get back into uh, like storytelling itself and the actual writing rather than just comic self-publishing stuff. This is the stuff that I had trouble finding resources for when I was trying to get better at writing. It's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to find like other podcasts that just talk about like the actual ins and outs of writing and all the different all the different things you know, need to know about it. Um, sorry if you hear a little background noise, neighbors. Um, on the radar this week, uh, check out, there's this website called ironcircus.com and there was two, like two of these PDFs that you can buy, uh, that really help out with making comics. One was called everything I know by Spike Trotman. It's more of like making a living through comics. Um, and it, it's definitely like a must read for indie creator. I think it was only $2.50 and it's like a PDF, 24 pages. Check that out. The other one on Iron Circus is Let's Print a Comic by Renanon Rasmussen. And then the art is by David McGuire. That one was, I think, eight bucks, but it's definitely worth it too. It's like a PDF format, 40 pages. And that one answered a lot of questions that I didn't even know about because I haven't printed anything besides the the mini issue print the poster print that was just from a local printer so I didn't really have to do too much for that but for the book it's gonna be overseas so you have to get the files ready you need to know this this uh, PDF will teach you about like CMYK and RGB as far as colors go and that's something that I just got in touch with my printer about and I'm gonna need my files to be in CMYK so I gotta check on all that now and then also like uh, I'm doing the lettering for my comic now so I need to know about uh, as far as like bleeds go and the safe area and all that and that was something I was kind of scrambling to learn about to put the border on in Photoshop or Clip Paint Studio so I know where the safe area is and I know where the trim is gonna be cut because you'll usually have a, a trim like five centimeters or um, three centimeters depending on your printer at the end of the page so you want your pages to be a little bigger than normal um, so if I want my comic to be 8 by 12 you're gonna want it to be like 8.125 and 12.125 otherwise it'll get cut off when they trim it at the printer it'll be a little smaller than that so just some good info um, another thing on the radar uh, check out Jason Brubaker he had put out a gumroad called uh, cognitive drawing and it's like a really cool resource if you're learning to draw. Um, it's a method where you like you look at a reference and then you draw it and then you cover it up and then you try it again from memory and then you look at it and draw it and then cover it up. And it's worked for me, so it's kind of like I think it's ten dollars on his gumroad and it goes through like thirty days of uh, of drawing it. Like you do a little bit every day and you'll definitely get better at drawing. So if you're interested, I know this is about writing, but if you're interested in get better at drawing, check that out. Uh, Jason Brubaker. I've only read one book in the past week. It was a Kickstarter reward that I received. <clears throat> it's called Trespasser. And I was blown away by it. It was really awesome. It's like a thriller um, alien invasion type thing 
and it's published by Alterna Comics, a little indie publisher, and written by Justin M. Ryan. The artist, I think, was Christian Rossi, and I definitely recommend it. It's probably not too expensive, and it's a really awesome book. Uh, I was like truly like blown away by it. the story and the pacing of it. It's awesome, inspiring, and like that's what I want to see comics do, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's Wednesday morning. Um, hope you guys are having a good week. This is my second day off. My days off are weird. That's why the schedule of this podcast has been weird. And my days off are usually Tuesday, Wednesday. So I'm back to work tomorrow. Getting recording the podcast this morning. Getting it out today. Hope you guys are working on all your projects and everything. Um, I've been working on. I forgot to mention last week. I started a YouTube channel. It's called Two Infinity Studios, and I'm uploading the episodes of this podcast on there every Wednesday. So it's got like a backlog now. And then also, oh, I gotta stop doing that. The slapping lips. I listened to it. it sounds horrible. <laughs> also, I'm making a video series that I'm gonna try to put out every week called Talk Letter. And in the background, you'll see me lettering my pages, and then I'll like talk about probably whatever the podcast episode that I put up on YouTube that week. I'll give some tips on that, like more of like a focus, three tips or 10 reasons rather than this podcast is kind of more like an organic conversation, kind of like a lecture. That's kind of how I wanted to set it up. I don't edit it at all or anything. I just want it to be me talking uh, more organic. And that's the same thing for interviews and stuff. Not really much edits or anything like that. Um, some bad news about the Wild Cosmos. I I was waiting for like a cover artist since January. He told me he'd be ready in May. And he's this awesome cover artist. We agreed on a price. I gave him the idea. He sketched it out. And then it was just to wait until um, May until he was free so he could do it for me. So I talked to him in May. And then after not hearing from him for a few weeks, he finally emailed me back and said he was not available anymore. And he's not taking any commissions anymore. So stuff like that really hurts your project when you already agreed on a price and everything. And you found an awesome artist. And then he just bails on you after you waited for months. I mean, I was while I was waiting for him, I was working on, you know, still getting pages done and everything. So it's not like the project was ready and I was just waiting on him. But it still sucks when you had something planned and you find this awesome artist and agree with him. And then he bails out. So now I'm on the lookout for another cover artist trying to get this project ready for Kickstarter. Um, and then I've still been lettering. Uh, if you actually look on Instagram and Twitter, I put up previews of uh, like different lettering styles, kind of had like a little vote to see what you guys think, what you guys like in the book and different lettering styles, what you guys like. I've did like one style with more word balloons and one with uh, like one word balloon and just uh, paragraphs for the conversation. So I'm just playing with it. I am definitely going to use less word balloons in this book. Just like experimenting with styles of comics. That doesn't mean every book's going to be like this. But just what I want to see uh, for my books. How it will turn out, you know. So still getting the lettering wrapped up. Especially now that I learn more about page borders and uh, the trim area and safe area and all that. You have to put all of your dialogue and word balloons in the safe area. 
And then um, I was cleaning up some of the audio in some of these older episodes. The the um, My voice is like really low audio. And thanks for Orlando for reaching out. Uh, so I've gone back and actually updated podcast episode one and two and fixed the audio for my voice. So it's kind of the same volume for the intro and outro. So you don't have to turn it up right after the intro. So that's fixed. Uh, I'm still going through and fixing the rest of those. All right, so let's get to today's topic, uh, theme. I said before in the six parts of a story episode that I think this is like the most important part of a uh, story. I think it's what gives it heart instead of just like things happening. It gives it more of like a meaning. Um, I think Pixar is great at theme when you look at Finding Nemo and... um, Finding Nemo, Toy Story, all these up, you know, they all have strong themes. So what is a theme? It's the author's message or lesson that the audience learns. It's the foundation of a story. So it's kind of like the backbone spine, and it's not going to tell you it right up front, but it'll be in the story, weaving throughout the story. It's it's what you learn, but it's also what the protagonist learns. So it's what you learn as an audience. It's kind of like the message that the author sends to you, but they send it to you through the protagonist, and through them learning it, you learn it. So how to find a theme in a story. First, got to finish the story, and then look at what the characters say and do, and then look at the consequence of those actions. So... Um, so you can, if you're having trouble finding it in a story, you can find it through your character's arc. Usually the character arc will, re- will reflect the theme, kind of like a mirror. So if the character starts one way and then he learns something to become another way, that's probably your theme right there. And there's, there's more than one theme in stories usually, and sometimes there's like an overarching theme in the world. But there's, there's usually like a main theme for the character too, and that's really what the audience learns right there. So, um, so what your character wants is considered your plot and then what your character needs is considered your theme. Sometimes it's kind of like unconscious need or they're in denial of it. And then that's kind of where the art comes in, where they accept it or they want it, or maybe they don't. Every story is different. A cool little chart I saw explaining theme was, um, it said that the outer problem leads to the internal conflict resolution and that equals external conflict resolution so your story starts out with the plot you have this problem in the world an outer problem and then that leads to your character seeing an internal conflict and that's kind of like uh, his arc and his theme and then that and and then that leads to the external conflict resolution which is wrapping up the plot and story and the conflict's been solved your character learned something, and then whatever he learned is the theme. So let me take a look at my notes. Let's talk about making a theme. So, you know, usually when you're writing a story, you start out with like a brainstorming phase where you're just getting everything down for a character setting. Um, I actually like to start with theme when I'm thinking of a story. I think it's the most important part, so to start with that and then make your character and setting and all that i feel like it gives you the best chance to have a good story so let's first talk about uh 
here's five rules that I wrote down, just a few general rules for when for when brainstorming and writing your theme. So let's say you're, you're trying to write a new story. You're going to start with the theme. Make sure it's a complete sentence. This is rule number one. Number two, it's universal. It's not for like a specific uh, type of person or gender or anything like that. It's, it's universal for everyone. Uh, don't be vague when writing it. Be specific. Um, it's a specific sentence. Revise it just like you revise your story. Like keep revising that thing until you get like a really strong theme. And then it's something that is learned. So friends, love, loneliness, family, uh, revenge, those are not themes. Those are topics or subjects. Because they're just single word. A lot of people get that mistake sometimes where they think that those are themes. But in reality, they're just subjects, you know? You want your theme to be a complete sentence and it's something that somebody learns. Um, so those can turn into themes. Those are great starts when thinking of your theme and writing it and brainstorming. But they're not themes. You want to write a sentence about that and what somebody learned about that, possibly. So let's take, let's try to make one on the fly right now so you guys can kind of see my process when I'm trying to come up with a strong theme. Let's take loneliness. So you start out writing your theme, say a person learns. In order to be happy, they need to surround themselves with friends. So that's that could be like a theme for loneliness. Your character starts out lonely, and then through his arc through the story, he becomes not lonely anymore and gets friends or reconnects with family or something. So then that's where you see your theme right there. Maybe at the beginning when they're lonely, they're really sad, not happy or anything. So in order to be happy, they surround themselves with friends. Um, so I say a person, but obviously it's for your character, but you kind of just write a person to keep it as like a universal theme. Because um, I said the rule was it has to be universal. So you want to write a person so the theme will work for anyone rather than a specific type of person. So it's a person, so that could be you, the audience, or it could be, it also obviously um, connects with the protagonist also, the character like that. So that's just uh, my thoughts on theme. Um, I'm, I'm th going to have more episodes about theme for sure, because I think it's so important. Uh, a couple, there's a guy named Brian McDonald that writes, he wrote a couple good books about theme. One is called Invisible Ink. The other one is called The Golden Theme. He is actually, like, he consults with Pixar. So definitely someone you want to take note in. I've read a lot about it, and um, it's in tons of books, tons of writing books. Some not as strong as others, which is weird to me. Because without it, it just kind of, you know, you can see movies that don't have a strong theme, and it's just a bunch of action. and might be cool to look at but you're kind of just like what's the point of this there's no stakes you don't you know you don't connect with it like it does like it does when it has a strong theme that is it for this week i'll have like i said i'll have more episodes for theme for sure um kind of go into more depth maybe we can in more depth maybe we can make one together or i'll give you um like mistakes that people write when they have themes I definitely start with theme now, um, making any story, so you don't have to. Maybe you can start with character or setting, but 
definitely think about that early on. Check out the YouTube channel, YouTube channel, please. Um, you can check out the talk letter series and then these podcast episodes will be on there. If you want to see my comic pages and my lettering process, um, I think in this episode, I was just playing out, playing around with clip paint studio. So just search writing comics on YouTube, um, or search, actually, I guess two infinity studios is the channel or you can go to two infinity.com and click on the little YouTube icon. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, two infinity comic on Twitter, two infinity studios on Instagram. Uh, that is it this week, guys. I uh, hope you guys all have a good week.